Hi, you're listening to Mystically Inclined with Fiona and Mo. A podcast featuring conversations that explore what it means to live in alignment. From the practical to the mystical, we're here to challenge our beliefs, learn from each other, and grow together. And have fun. And have fun. (laughs) Okay, this week we're doing something a little different. We have something new we're launching, and so we're going to tell you about it in this episode. And a fun time for us to catch up. She comes into the bathroom and I'm like finishing up getting ready. So I'm like holding her. And I'm like, all right, let mom put you down for a second so I can put my stuff away. And she just lays down on the bathroom floor. I was like, oh, you're still tired. <laughs> I think that's a good indication. Yeah. Anyways, what's good with you? What's going on? Well, um, I just finished doing hair and makeup for a play last week. That was cool. Oh, yeah. That's and fun. now I was just tracking my calendar. I'm going to work in the studio today and tomorrow. And these are the moon in cancer days. So Ooh. <laughs> I was going to get <laughs> Maggie winter moons in her moon sign in her own house. Yeah. Honestly, I have my moon in cancer and I typically aren't as reactive when okay. the moon is in my own house. Like I am more emotional, but less like aggressive about it. <laughs> hmm. <laughs> Okay. Well, I'll warn him. Yeah. Just tell him to keep his Scorpio-ness to himself. Like, mm-hmm. we don't need no stinging. We don't need any stingers out. You don't know? stinger during this. <laughs> <laughs> so today's fun. We're just catching up with each other. We, we are catching finally up with make each our other. announcements. Yes. Our little teaser from last week. So if you didn't listen to last week, maybe this is a surprise. <laughs> surprise. We teased you last week. Anyways, our big announcement is, is that we're going to start offering some readings for people, like a little combination of a human design and astrology reading, um, plus, you know, some of our own intuitive just happenings when we chat. And it's going to be with both of us, which will be yeah. fun. Mm-hmm. And we have some fun things going on. Like you can, are we talking about this too soon? <laughs> <laughs> are we talking about what too soon? Our giveaway. This is when we're announcing our contest. (laughs) Okay. Just making sure I'm on track. Sorry for being awkward. Okay. Tell everybody about our contest. Okay. So our contest is you get the chance, you listener, get the chance to win a free reading with Maureen and I. All you have to do is go to our website, enter in your email address where it says win a free reading or giveaway. I don't remember what I named on the website. So we'll confirm. We'll just put in the show notes. It'll be super easy. Um, So you pop your email in there and then you get a chance to win. We'll do like a raffle style. So we'll pull a winner and you get a chance to win the free reading. Tell people our website. Our website is mysticallyinclined.com. Yep. And should we tell them what day we're going to decide the winner? Yes. What day are we deciding the winner? February 8th. So you have until February 8th. That's a so Dean's just, birthday. How old is he turning? 14? 14. Oh my God. So there you go. On Dean's birthday, you get a gift. Happy birthday to <laughs> Dean and the winner. <laughs> and the winner. So yeah, we are super excited to start offering readings. We find that, you know, we talk about this stuff all the time. And also there's a little disconnect. Like sometimes the guests we have on are a little more, they're a little more in depth on these topics. So sometimes it's good to have like that base knowledge of your own chart. 
if you if you've been studying your chart for a while and you want to go deeper, we could always do that. But I noticed that some people are like, I don't, I can't even follow along sometimes mm. when there's somebody on there. So it might be a cool way to kind of get the basics of, you know, what your chart looks like, what the words mean, the language, that whole type of deal. What do you like about human design? Why did you want to look into your chart initially? Mm. Yeah, for sure. For me, it was, I was just feeling like my life wasn't in, in flow. Like I felt like I was forcing and fighting for a lot of things. And I was like, it's gotta be, there's gotta be an easier way. I'm seeing people around me that it just seems like their life is unfurling in a really easy way. Um, So that really prompted me to look into my chart. Another thing is relationships. I really value relationships Mm. in my life. So I realized that like knowing about the other can really make you compatible with anyone you know, just honoring who everyone is individually. And like the, the cheat code for that is knowing their chart. Mm -hmm. Same with, especially relationships with your kids. I feel like, which Mm -hmm. we've talked about with a couple different guests, but yeah, it makes so much more sense. It really (laughs) does. Yeah. I find for myself, my biggest thing was my actual relationship with myself. It's like, Mm -hmm. I was, I don't want to say like treating myself as if Yeah. I was just really down on myself. I can't even say that what I was going to say. I was just really like beating myself up a lot, like constantly criticizing myself. And then as I started to learn my chart and just like truly fall in love with my chart, I started to fall in love with myself again. And I was like, oh, okay. I am Mm -hmm. designed exactly who I'm meant to be. Like there's no mistakes, that whole kind of vibe. So that's been really helpful for me. And I think it's kind of similar to like, you know, a hundred years ago when we first learned about introverts and extroverts mm-hmm. being like, Oh, not everyone is the same. You're designed to be energized in different ways. And mm-hmm. what feels good for you is actually correct. That all yeah. is so validating that, you know, you're not going to have the same drive to do something that someone else does. You're not going to have the same way to be most effective in the stuff that seems weird about you is actually yeah. probably correct. Yeah. And I really find it fun to have people remember back to their childhood because Mm. when we're children, we innately are who we are, you know, and then through conditioning, we, we turn off. It's almost like your sensors are turned off, you know, like, oh, how I'd usually react or how I used to react isn't how I react anymore. Mm -hmm. So it's like kind of peeling back the layers and getting back to the basics, which I find to be really fun. Yeah. I'm excited. I think it's gonna be fun. I like looking at people's really charts. And I'm like, too. oh my god, this is why. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, and it's really fun too to see the connections that people make when they have like those big aha moments. Mm-hmm. And I don't know, we're just really excited. Oh, we actually got a really beautiful review. Should we read it from oh, our from our reading? Oh, our, yeah, a testimonial, yeah, yeah. I should say. I enjoyed working with Mo and Fiona for a human design reading. They can simplify concepts and apply them directly to your life using your human design chart. During my reading, we were able to dig into a specific challenge I was facing and they helped give me guidance that would best serve me in my energy. And it was so helpful. I feel like they bring a practicality into human design that I found refreshing and beneficial. There's a lot of depth and knowledge with these two, and they can tap into what is needed for you and your time together. I highly recommend, especially if you'd never had a reading before. So that was very sweet. Um, yeah, that was somebody that we did a little trial run for and it was we had both had such a great time. We literally finished that and then we did some work and then we got lunch and we looked at each other and said, oh wait, this could be like our real life life every day. 
Yeah. It's too much fun. <laughs> that was, that was great. Okay. So sign up for email, get a chance to win. If you don't win, you can still book a reading and either way it's going to be good. Yeah. And right now the pricing is, you know, we kind of, we went pretty low. We wanted it to be really accessible for everyone and not intimidating and not overwhelming. So should be just a fun, easy time, which is really what we're all about. Yes. Enough serious shit in the world. Um, okay. I have a whole list of follow-ups too. Ooh, fun. Well, okay, not a great. whole list, a couple things of follow-ups okay. during our just chatting with each other episode. Great. I have a note about your resentment from Morgan's episode. Did you have mm. follow-up information about that? Oh, I did. Yeah. Okay. What's Where did on? I leave off? Because I feel like I told you about it, but I don't remember what I told the listeners, like what I talked about on the podcast. So she, when she did your energy healing, she had said that she was picking up a lot of anger, resentment, like disgust in the mm-hmm. sediment in your system. Bladder. Yeah. Bladder. <laughs> in my bladder, which has been interesting. It didn't spark an initial connection an immediate mm-hmm. but then okay, later so, as you were kind of like reflecting on it I think you're like oh I got it yeah this is like a twofold first of all I've been having issues with my bladder since I had Devin like I swear to god it's like I pee I could pee on command mm-hmm. anytime I sit down and then stand back up I have to pee so that was interesting that that's where the energy was residing first and foremost second of all um I had noticed that I was feeling some resentment on and off. And it was showing up in my relationship with my husband. And the thing that was showing up was I was feeling like I was the one taking initiative to do like the chores around the house. So I was like, oh, I'm always the one to start the laundry. I'm always the one thinking about dinner. I'm always the one like whatever, being the first one to pick things up. And I was just doing the thing, right? If there's Mm -hmm. a laundry basket, I was just putting the laundry basket away and then not sit not in that moment saying like, Hey, John, could you help me put the laundry away or whatever? Mm -hmm. And then I was feeling resentful. I just kept building this narrative of like, Oh, I have to do everything by myself. Like whatever the story was. So I mentioned to him, I was like, okay, I think we need to sit down and like, just everybody like assign who's doing what, because I'm feeling a bit overwhelmed. And he was like, okay, great. That sounds like a great idea. So then he was like, I'm going to make a list. So he makes a list of all the like daily chores and I'm like, okay, great. (laughs) And then he was like, what's the thing that you hate to do? Like, what's the thing you want off the table? He's like, I know the dishes. He's like, the dishes are my thing. I'm like, okay. And I was like, I don't know. And he's like, okay, well, what are like, you know, he just kind of kept reiterating that same question of like, what do you want me to take over? Like, what are you hating doing? Like what's causing the resentment? Mm-hmm. And I couldn't give him an answer. You know, I just kind of kept going around and around. And I was like, this seems so silly. Like, I felt like I was have I was watching myself have a conversation because I was like, I'm literally just, I feel like I'm making this up. I feel like this isn't about you at all. I feel like this is about me and not like what's causing the resentment is not actually your actions because you do everything around the house. Like I typically don't have to ask you for help because- we're just in a good flow. I was like, but the resentment is actually towards myself because I'm not speaking up and asking for help when I need it. I'm just internalizing. I'm just doing the thing and then blaming you because I did the thing, but like you didn't ask me to do the thing. 
Mm-hmm. I did it for myself. And even as I was doing it in the moment, like when I put the laundry away, I wasn't like, oh, fucking John. Da, da, da. Like I just put it away because I wanted to, because I was putting other laundry away and it just so happened that it worked out. And as I'm saying this, like it was a little more dramatic. He was kind of having a reaction because like I was getting heated because he was mm-hmm. not pushing back, but he was just like, I'm failing to understand the issue because like you're telling me you don't care about doing these tasks, that you don't hate them and they're not like bringing you this bad feeling. So like what's actually going on? And then as I was like saying it out loud, I was like, oh, it's a me thing. I was like, okay, never mind. Sorry. And he was like, what? <laughs> <laughs> Like, he's like, I am stressed right now. (laughs) But essentially what I realized, and this has been a big theme, if that, you know, so many people have said my throat chakra is blocked or I'm not accessing Mm -hmm. that energy, whatever. And that was like a big aha to me, right? Because that's only one example of relationship. But I have multiple relationships in my life. So I'm like, am I doing this in all of my relationships, right? Even my partnership with you, like, am I saying to you, hey, I need help with this when I need help? Or Mm -hmm. am I just going to not say it and then hold this resentment towards you when you have no clue that I'm even feeling some some type of way? Um, What the heck? Are you feeling resentment towards me? No, I would just tell you that I need you to help me do something. This is my whole lesson, but that's the whole point, right? Like if, if it's showing up in one place, it's most likely showing up in multiple places Mm -hmm. because that's just a human thing. Um, So yeah, that was my big, my big realization after. And it was funny because I had that session with Morgan, just a quick one that we recorded Mm -hmm. for the interview. And I feel like it took a few weeks to like fully come to fruition. Like it was bubbling up in those couple Mm of weeks because it like, physically had to come out of my mouth. Like there are certain things I can internalize and like kind of think through. And there's other things that like, it has to boil to the surface in Mm -hmm. order to release it. So I felt like that was one of the things It was really interesting. Of course I messaged Morgan. I was like, holy shit, dude. Yeah. (laughs) You're wild. (laughs) Have you been vocalizing your needs now? Oh yeah. Yeah. How's that going? Great. John's like, shut up. Do it yourself. <laughs> he would never. I know. What did he do the other day? He said something like being funny and I just looked at him and he was like, okay, I'm sorry. <laughs> I have noticed that he, although we did have that conversation, I've noticed that he's taken a little more initiative overall too, because mm-hmm. the feeling was still there. Cause I was taking on a lot of the things, even sometimes like just thinking about, like, I don't care to make dinner, but sometimes thinking about what we're going to make for dinner is more annoying than making the dinner. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm like, I, I was well, always my thoughts that have to happen. I'm tired. I don't want to think. Yeah. So it's been helpful. Last night mm-hmm. he made an eggplant Parmesan. Very good. Well, it wasn't really an eggplant parmesan because, you know, we don't eat cheese and then it was gluten free. So that was good, but it was delicious. And we did it. We, we typically make things going back to human design and our digestion, right? Yeah. Devin, her digestion, going back to Amy Ruth's episode, she's someone that like her food determines her digestion, right? It's got to be very clean, simple, mm-hmm. simple ingredients, Um, So we've been finding that she really enjoys like a lot of raw food, like a lot of raw vegetables. Like she'll be like, I want salad, but she really just wants to munch on a piece of lettuce. Mm -hmm. You know, she'll just eat spinach, whatever. So we make a lot of our meals like deconstructed 
Mm-hmm. it's like, we'll have the pasta, we'll have the sauce, we'll have the eggplant, and then she can choose what she wants to eat and how she wants to put them together or if she doesn't want to put them together. Um, but she's so that's alternating, good. right? She's alternating, yeah. yeah. That sounds good. Oh, yeah. I know what I was going to ask you. Did you, so you're doing no gluten and dairy. Did you get back all your results from your naturopath? Not yet. I still have to. I did. I did my first round of blood work. They took 11 vials. I was oh, like, geez. oh my goodness. I was like, ooh, it's <laughs> a lot of blood. I was like counting. I was like, wow. <laughs> okay. Um, I still got to go for my food allergy test. Oh, okay. And I have one more hormonal test to do. I'm going on Friday. He wanted to test like a very specific window. So I have to go Mm. between day 19 and 21 of my cycle, which thank goodness I was just starting my cycle that day. It was very easy to count because like, otherwise, how do you know what day? I don't track my cycle that closely. Yeah. Yeah. Your skin is looking good though. It's feeling a lot better. It's still like red, but I knock on wood and not feeling any new yeah, it's healing. Pimples. Yeah, so we'll see. Okay, I have a funny story for you. Okay. So I have a storage unit where I have tons and tons of boxes from, from when we moved. And I've been like slowly trying to go through the boxes and get rid of what I don't actually still need to keep and blah, blah, blah. But I have not been able to find my boots. I found my snow boots, mm-hmm. but I have like cute dressy boots that I keep being like, should I just buy new boots? No. Mm-hmm. Every box, I'm just hoping this is going to be the box for the boots. So I was finally like, okay, let's just try this. Like, <laughs> okay, spirits and guides, I'm going to the storage unit. You prepped them and gave them time. I like it. <laughs> well, it was right on our way over. I'm like, and they don't need time. They're fine. I'm like, can you please <laughs> help me find the box that has my boots in it? And so then I went to the storage unit grabbed a couple boxes. Then there was one that I thought, it says mudroom. Let's just take it home and see. And I think I also saw a hawk on my way home. And I was like, oh yeah, okay, this is a good sign. And it had my boots. They did it. Perfect. I love it. (laughs) Then I asked them to help me find $1,000. They didn't deliver on that one. Mm. So we're still working out our system. Okay. Maybe it's for not for your highest and best right now. A thousand dollars. Maybe you need to be more open. Maybe you're limiting them by putting a number on it. Just saying. If you're experimenting, might as well just fully experiment. Just say, just send me tons of money. Yeah. Okay. And then every guys. time you see money, you have to say thank you. Like even if it's a dime. Please. Remember the time I chased a dollar of money. <laughs> Parking lot like a psychopath. Yes, I do. <laughs> thank you. Okay, here's the other follow-up I had. Okay. How is your Fortnite playing going? Oh no, I haven't started yet. I oh. really need to get on it. Okay, so this is <laughs> tell us your game plan. This is my game plan because I don't see my kids that much. Like the boys, they're yeah. they live with their dad full time, you know, they're just doing shit, they're busy, whatever. So I was like, yo, you guys, I should start playing Fortnite and then I can hang out with you while we play Fortnite. And they were so excited about this idea. So this has been going on for a few months. You know, I was like, yeah, yeah. Like I got to find a way to get an Xbox. And they're like, yeah, of course, like we'll help you. I'm like, okay, great. And then I was on like just using my TV and I have a fire stick and I go over, there's like a little picture of a control controller on the main menu. 
And I go over to the controller. I'm like, what's this? And there's all these games. So there's like a Fortnite game. And I was like, you guys, I just need to get a controller. And then I could play it on my TV. And they're like, oh my God, that's great. Like, da, da, da. they're like, where can we go? Cause we were, I had picked them up. We're at Starbucks. So we're in Starbucks coming up with our game plan. They're like, where's there a GameStop? Like, where can we go and just get you a controller? Like whatever. And then one of them was like, well, mom, why don't you just download Fortnite onto your computer? Because you're really good at using a keyboard. And they're mm -hmm. like, you probably slay using your computer. And I was like, you're right. I would. I would um, slay. I would slay. They probably didn't say slay and they'll probably cringe if I, if they heard me say slay. <laughs> so that's the game plan as of right now. I told John, I was like, let's get Fortnite on the computer. And I think my username is going to be fork knife Fifi. Cause that's what I always called it when they were growing up. Like, like when they were younger, I used to call it fork knife, um, fork knife Fifi. And yeah, I'm going to have to learn how to play you guys. Maybe I should watch some YouTube t t tutorials first. They said they're going to teach me, but I know I'll get frustrated when I die. <laughs> well, that'll be good incentive to learn so you don't die. I was like, you guys, what if I get really, really good and then your friends want to play with me and they're like, absolutely not. You're not allowed. I was like, why? But it turns out their friends say bad words. There's a lot of swearing that happens on Fortnite. And they're mm. like, your little baby ears. And I was like, oh, okay, got you. It's my baby ears. It is so <laughs> weird. Like Maggie will be like, I'm going to play this song. Do you want me to play the clean uh -huh. version or whatever and like like i have heard swears <laughs> right but like do you know that she listens to swears and we she listens to swears <laughs> and i know swears but there is something that feels weird about listening to swears together mm -hmm. i know yeah it's so funny so anyways it's so cute i'll keep everyone posted as i learn how to play fortnite okay i like it as i become a gamer <laughs> um another thing that happened before we went to DC, did I tell you about the screaming? No. Okay. So before we went to DC, um, I was getting ready. I was packing and I was planning to meet my cousin. So Devin and I were going to, John was going to drive us over to her house and she was working. And then I was like, go home, shower. And then like, we'll just shoot straight down to DC. And throughout the day, I did other stuff throughout the day. I don't remember what. And then I came home and I was like, oh shit, I still got to pack. Like I haven't done a thing to get ready for this trip, but like, let me make dinner or let me do something random. And I was like, oh, I never ended up, you know, doing laundry, like all these little things that we find to do in the last 10 minutes. And I was getting like really overwhelmed and stressed out. And I was like, I'm being so silly. Like this is all made up. It doesn't matter what time we leave. Like Denise and I are going to be driving and that's that, like whatever but I just couldn't shake this feeling. I was like, I can feel it building up in my body, like this intense pressure where I just feel like I need to rage, but I wasn't angry. Like it just mm -hmm. felt like energy that needed to move. And I meant to like throw my boxing gloves on and like hit the box or the, hit the bag, but I was, I forgot. So we get in the car and I'm still feeling this feeling. And I'm just like, John, I need to scream. I was like, Devin, do you want to scream with me? And she was like, yeah. I was like, all right. <laughs> So we rolled the windows down and we turned the music up and we all just like screamed at the top of our lungs and it felt great. And then a few minutes later, Devin's like, can we scream again? And I was like, oh yeah, we can. So we screamed again. And then that was her favorite part of the whole ride. Cause she told <laughs> everyone, <laughs> she was like, we screamed, <laughs> we screamed in the car. We rolled the windows down. It was so much fun. It was so cute. Good job. So you, and then did you feel better after? Immediately felt better. 
Nice one. Yeah. It was so good. I was like, why haven't I not been doing this for years? Because like, do you recognize, have you felt that feeling of like this pressure? Like anxiety. Yeah. Well, it's interesting because I wonder if, because so much of your, like, I don't know, resistance or blockage or whatever is in your throat chakra, maybe Mm. screaming is like a particularly Mm. good way to release some of that energy for you. It could be. Like maybe more so than punching the bag or whatever. Yeah. Well, it's funny because I find that even when I would work out, like when I punch a bag or when I used to do Zumba or whatever, and I'd get like, you know, your heart rate jumps up. I felt like I would have to like yell sometimes. Mm. Like I would just be yelling in class. That's why I prefer like really loud classes Mm -hmm. because I can be a little loud and not disrupt anybody. (laughs) You're like that one tennis player that. Yeah. I'm like, whoa. Every time she hits the ball, she's like, Rah! so you could be onto something. All right. Well, that's cool. Maybe you should just start going in your car and screaming in the mornings, clear it all out. Well, whenever I feel it, I don't yeah. really feel it that often. Okay. Like I don't typically get myself worked up like that anymore because I've like realized that it's false. Mm-hmm. If that makes sense. Like, it's just a f- like, even as I was feeling it, I was like, this is so stupid that I'm feeling like this because there is, we made this up. We made this time up. Danica is not going to care if I'm an hour and a half late. She'll be like, okay, cool. We're leaving now. Great. Let's go. It it, it really doesn't matter. Um, but I think it started. And now as I re- remember back, we were at your house doing a meeting. And remember, I didn't realize John had a call. So I was mm. like stressed getting home because I was like, shit, I'm 40 minutes late. <laughs> but I didn't realize that I was late. And then it just like never came down from that. Mm. So yeah, it was really interesting how our mind kind of plays games on us. Yeah. That's my PSA. Everyone go screen. Feels great. Okay. We'll try it. Um, what other updates do we have? Oh, I had another session with Angela. Ooh, She's amazing. Oh, yeah. She is amazing. We tweaked a little bit of the verbiage in the like hypnotherapy words she was using. Mm. So number one, she took out the word trying. Mm-hmm. because she said, anytime you say like, I'm trying to lose weight, you're not actually. Right. So we needed to define that in a new way. So I am great. Yeah. And then the other word that we adjusted was losing because when you lose something, then you try to find it mm-hmm. and we don't want to try to find it. We're just going to let it go. We're just releasing. Right. Yeah. So that was kind of fun. I haven't weighed in yet this week, but so far. What was the other? A couple pounds. What was the other thing she told you? And how's that been going? Do you remember? Not eating in the car. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. She was also like, also like you feel a certain. (laughs) Well, she said it like in passing on the way out. Yeah. Also stop eating in the car. I was like, okay. (laughs) (laughs) It's hard. It's hard. With the amount running around you do. It's hard. Yeah. I imagine you spend a lot of, do you spend a lot of time in your car? Yes. Yeah. That is why I like podcasts so much because I just listen to them all day. Same. Yeah. But yeah, I run around in my car all day. I'm definitely yeah. in there for quite a while. And mm-hmm. I love a good snack in the car. Like even oh, yeah. <laughs> when I was in college, we would take road trips and like whoever got the back seat, you couldn't really hear the front two people. So then we just have snacks in the back. Like that was your friends. <laughs> 
Yeah, I do love a good snack in the car. Like when I'm on a road trip, like I stock up because sometimes if I'm driving, like I need food to even just have something to think about when it's just like open road. It's so boring. Yeah. Which is not really the purpose of food. True. Just keep you busy. (laughs) (laughs) Really weird. (laughs) I know. But so I feel good about it. I've been doing pretty good with not eating in the car. Sometimes I'm really pinched and got to have a quick snack. But yeah. But I think too, like if it's something that like for me, I can't just have like a open bag of something. You know what I mean? Like if I portion it out and it's like, okay, I'm going to eat a protein bar or I made myself a protein shake or like my meal that I was going to eat regardless, it makes it a little easier to not just blindly eat. Yeah, exactly. So, oh, and we have one more update I just thought of. What? Do you want to tell us about your Akashic Records reading? I haven't even told you about my Akashic Records reading. Oh my God, it was so fun. So I had my Akashic Records reading with Jenny Halla, who we've had on the show. And I had like a full hour with her, which was awesome. Yeah. And it was wild. All these guides came through. She was like, she said that as she opened my records, like there was just like two doors opening and there were just like all these spirit guides like lined up and cheering for me. And I was wow. like, wow, having a little, a little moment. And it was really sweet. I cried. I teared up a little because I felt like my grandmother and my grandfather were there, my maternal grandparents. Aww. And they were just so excited for me and so excited to see me. So it was really sweet. Um, a really interesting thing she said is that there's these other entities that are trying to connect with me and they're wanting me. They said my vibration's not quite ready. Like I'm still raising my vibration because I'm connecting a lot with my other spirit guides that like I can kind of put a face to, Mm -hmm. but there's very specific guides that are at a different vibrational frequency and they want me to start connecting with them and start using them. So that was cool. And then there was another another part where my, they kind of showed me what I can do with energy in a way. Mm -hmm. Like I felt it. Jenny was like, do you feel this pressure in your forehead? And I was like, yeah. And then she was telling me what to do with that feeling. Like, okay, expand it, bring it in, bring it here, bring it there, blah, blah, blah. Like this whole thing. Like we went through this whole thing. And then she was like, yeah, basically they just want you to know how you can move energy. And they said, that's something I'll be doing with clients. So we'll see you guys what happens, but it cool. was pretty cool. And then when I started to kind of, I've been playing around with it, just like meditate, doing my own meditations, kind of playing around with, you know, just reality creation. And have you heard of like collapsing timelines? Mm, I think I've heard of it, but I don't really know what that means. Yeah. Essentially, like everything's a frequency, right? So where we are right now, we're at a certain frequency, our higher self is going to be at another frequency. And there are different ways to, to like kind of choose an identity and then collapse the timeline between where you are now and where that identity is Mm -hmm. and kind of melt them together. So that's kind of like my takeaway from it. I was like, oh, I'm going to start just kind of like experimenting with this on my own and see how it shows up and and trying to tap into the other frequency of those guides that are wanting to come through. Um, and what else did she say? That was pretty much my big takeaways. There were a couple other things. Like it was funny. She was like, there's like multiple paths, she said. And 
She was like, it's almost like you go down this path and then you get freaked out and you run back with your tail between your legs and you come back to the starting point. And then you start down another path and the same thing happens. And then you start down another path and the same thing happens. And it's not necessarily out of fear. It's more out of comfort. Like you're going back to that starting point because it's comfortable. Mm -hmm. And you're, she's like, you're kind of like, if you're walking down the path and there's a lightning bug, that's like lighting the way. And then the light turns off. You immediately like tuck tail and run back. She's like, but what happens if you just like, know that the light's going to come back on and you keep taking the steps, the tiny steps, even if your tail's tucked between your legs, even if you're like not feeling completely comfortable, like just kind of knowing that the light will show back up. So I was like, okay, wow. I feel very um, seen. (laughs) I feel like they got my number. Mm -hmm. It's definitely a pattern I've been noticing myself. Oh, I'm like even swallowing a lot because I'm like... (laughs) can't believe I just said it out loud. Um, so yeah, it was just really interesting. So it's just definitely an awareness to have, like as those times come up, because they will to recognize like, okay, here's a moment where I can just keep doing it. Even if I feel a little afraid, even if it's totally out of my comfort zone, like mm-hmm. just keep stepping forward. So yeah, we'll keep you posted and see how it goes. That was pretty cool. It was cool. I got to write her a little testimonial because I really like, I be, I just think about it all the time and I'm always like, who are these people or who are people, who are these entities that I meant to connect with? Do they have a name? No, no name. Just high vibe guides. High vibe. And they weren't even showing as a physical presence. It was more just like you could feel them or like almost like a light beam. Um, mm. but then they were like cracking jokes. They're like, we're not like scary green beans, but if you want to think of us of green beans, you can. And I, I was like, okay, that's funny. <laughs> Why are green beans scary? No, oh. I don't know. Uh, like green beings, I should oh. say not green beans, <laughs> like a scary green bean alien. <laughs> gotcha. gotcha. <laughs> you're saying beans, like, do you have like a fear of vegetables? What's, what are you talking about? No, I love green beans. Um, I think that's all of my catching up on my list. You have anything okay, else? Okay, great. Um, I don't think so. Okay. Well, we will be back next week with a guest. So this was yep. just kind of like a little fun pop in and catch yep. up session. Don't forget to sign up for emails before February 8th. So you have a chance to win a reading. Yeah. And I think it's really good karma for better chances to win. If you also write us a review. Mm, that could be that (laughs) could be (laughs) that could be a way to enter more than once so if you write a review and you screenshot it just email at us at mysticallyinclinedpodcast.com and we'll put your name in twice okay there we go all right i'll talk to you next week all right sounds good (laughs) Bye. bye